Welcome to the Clarity Collaboration Podcast. Thanks for hopping on today on our very first episode. You'll find out as you listen that we are three small business owners in Central California who found ourselves always needing advice from women like us. We were craving the tools to be less stressed, happier, and to have the clarity to realize our goals for the upcoming year. And so we decided we want to share the tips with all of you. And today's episode is hosted by myself, Ashley Folk, Nicola Peacock, and Kayla Isles. We're so excited to get started and share all the things the three of us have been discussing over the last few weeks around town and at Kayla's house. We have an entire 12-week series lined out for you, starting with mindset and going through relevant items like habits, goals, procrastination, and everything that comes up when you're a woman running her own business. Today's episode is about mindset. This was Ashley's week to lead, so she's going to get us started. Wow, mindset. What a gigantic, huge topic. We're just going to get started today and take a small bite-sized bite out of mindset. Um, We want to offer you and the three of us talking about laying a foundation for success that starts with how you see what you do in your business. Uh, We're going to focus on how that affects your productivity, your effectiveness at work as well as at home, and your energy up and down with mindset as you go through your weekly schedule. First off, I want to ask you ladies, Kayla, please tell me a little bit more about yourself and just pick a couple small things that make you really happy. Yeah, so I am a loan originator with Plaza Residential Mortgage. I have a mini golden doodle named Bishop. He's a little over a year old. I also have a puppy daddy. His name is Harrison and we've been together since 2018 and we recently purchased our first home together. Some, I'll give you one personal and one business thing that make me happy. So the personal one is spending time with Bishop. I love throwing the ball with him, seeing his little smile running back to me. It really just, I love that. And the business one is when I get a new lead. I love building those new relationships, meeting new people, and everything that's associated with that. Fabulous. Love it. Nicola, tell us a little bit more about yourself and one or two small things that make you really happy. So I'm a financial planner here in Fresno, California. I'm married to my husband since 2008, and we have a daughter who is nine years old. I have two Labradors and two kitties at home. Um, The things that make me happy, so I think for me, the drive home, I love getting in my car after a day of working, turning on my podcast, and getting ready to, you know, get home. What's that podcast? My favorite podcast is Morbid. Morbid. She turned me on to Morbid. I love it. Shout out Ash and Elena. We love you. Yep. I love (laughs) me some murders. Um, or unsolved crimes, I should say. It's not always a murder. Um, And then other things that make me happy is finishing my to-do list at work. So I think that's a big thing for me. It's always a daunting task, and when I finish it, I feel excited. Ashley, what about you? Um, My name is Ashley. I'm a local real estate agent in town. I am a wife of almost 20 years and um, have two beautiful daughters, 11 and 8. Also have two doggies and two rabbits at home, so a busy household as well. Um, For me, when I was thinking about what to put together for this, what came to mind was my cup of coffee in the morning. I go to bed at night thinking about my fabulous cup of coffee. I wake up in the morning thinking about my coffee. Definitely one of my favorite parts of the day. And then in business, um, when I put time into a listing, make a connection with the client, when that email comes through saying they've signed the listing agreement, they've chosen to be me to be their realtor, there's not a better feeling in the world than that. Definitely. Well, the reason why we're taking a few moments, ladies, to identify what makes us so happy and why is because that's your first step in figuring out why your mindset is what it is. We actually have the same thoughts every day, repeating over and over again. 
uh, whether they're negative or positive, whether they're obsessed about ourselves or others, um, how other people feel about us, we have the same thoughts repeating every day. So if you wanna break that cycle, if you're not as happy as you wanna be, or if you're more stressed than you, want, than you would like to be, you need to break that pattern. And how you do that is by finding out, you know, what makes you very happy and then what also that you don't love in the day and why and how can you fix that. So one example I ran across was as new business owners, we've all been there. You're new and invigorated to learn new things. You're excited to sit down at your desk and make calls or learn how to make calls and learn how to do, you know, run your files and your client management and make a new client. Mm -hmm. But once you're a business owner for a while, that gets kind of mundane and you get used to that and then the excitement and the positivity and the mindset and the ambition wears off a little bit. So you have to find new ways to be excited and feel good about what you're doing every day. And we all know that in business we have good and bad things, pros and cons we have to do every day, right? Yep. Right. Absolutely. We have to do those things. So we have to find a way if you want to be successful in business to make put a positive mindset on the things that you don't feel like doing every day. So speaking about those things, they are little things that zap your energy every day. Uh, one of the books that I read this year was The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. She says, I used to start my day feeling like I was pushing a boulder up a hill. Now I was leaving my bathroom every morning feeling the wind at my back. So instead, she chose to be invigorated by the things she had to do for the day and take more control over them. And that was her secret to success. And that leads me into our second question. Ladies, give me some examples of what, what zaps your energy. We talked about what small things make you happy. Now let's talk about the opposite. What are some things on your schedule, on your to-do list every day that instead that you loathe, dread, and that zap your energy? Uh, Nicola, you wanna go first? Sure, for me, it's the paperwork. I can have a 45 minute appointment with an, a client or a future client. I love meeting people you know, face-to-face -face and having those appointments, but every time somebody decides to be a client, it's 200 pages worth of paperwork. And like, it's a ton, <laughs> it's a ton. Uh, a lot. So they get added to my never ending to-do list and I, you know, look at it and look at it until I finally get all that paperwork done. And sometimes it's not even just, you know, it's already been sent to the client and now it's going through processing and stuff like that. So it's just a lot of paperwork, which kills me. I hate it. I can absolutely relate to that. Uh, Kayla, what about you? Uh, making my calls. So for me, I have to call agents to try to get some deals and try to get them to know me, like me, trust me. So for me, it's making my calls. I, I sometimes go into it unprepared or I'm just nervous, fear of rejection, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then also, you know, being a new homeowner, it's unpacking my house and cleaning my house and getting to my long list of to-dos that we want to update or fix. It feels never ending. As soon as I look at it, I'm already overwhelmed and I feel like how am how am I going to get this done? How am I going to move this boulder? Feels like I can't. Um, so it instantly yep. just makes me, it, it just is so discouraging. <laughs> yes. So definitely zaps your energy. I can relate to that. Anybody that's bought or sold a house or moved before, unpacking and packing is the worst, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nicola, do you have any mindset tips for her when it comes to cold calling? So I think for me, when I cold call, I always, you know, I have Labrador, so I'm very used to the idea of, you know, food motivation, right? And I am food motivated. That is something I've discovered throughout my life. <laughs> um, so when I do cold calling, if I do like one call, I get a starburst. If I do two calls, I get a starburst. So that always motivates me to continue my phone calls. Um, the other thing I do is, you know, for me on Wednesdays is my big paperwork day. 
I know I get my Starbucks on my way to the office. I don't buy Starbucks every day, but on Wednesdays I get my Starbucks. So I look forward to Wednesdays because I get my Starbucks, my hazelnut latte, and then I come into the office and I, you know, knock out as much paperwork as I can on that day. Um, and then sometimes, you know, I reward myself with a chicken burrito at El Pollo Loco or something like that if I get enough done. Um, so I think, you know, reframing it instead of saying like, I have to make phone calls, say like, hey, I get to make phone calls and because I get to make phone calls, I get this fancy latte or I get a mimosa or I get a croissant yep. sandwich. Right. So you're you know. sandwiching the, you know, maybe negative things that you have to do with, hey, I'm gonna get my coffee so to get me started and get me through this. And then you know what? I'm gonna reward myself with the burrito or picking up Brooklyn, your daughter, and, yep. or hanging out with the dogs, whatever it may be. You're kind of sandwiching the good with the bad. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's, you know, that's a fun thing about what we do. We get to make our own schedule and we get to decide how we do it and when we do it. And right. I think that can be, you know, really beneficial to knocking out those things we don't want to do, switching our mindset so it's becoming more positively associated. Absolutely. It's about finding exactly what motivates you, right? It's just like as a mom, when your kids aren't doing what you want them to do, you have to find out what motivates them. You can't just create punishment. You have to speak their language. One tip that I would add to that is when you sit down to cold call, make your goal about setting appointments first. Well, um, as a new agent, I used to say, oh, I'm going to make 20 phone calls. And what I felt myself doing when the phone was ringing is hoping they didn't answer so that I could just leave them voicemail, check off that off the list, and move, get to 20 as fast as possible. Oh, yeah. I've to that totally, I've gone through that. Exactly, exact right? thing. <laughs> so if you switch gears and instead you're focusing and your goal is two appointments, then instead I automatically unconsciously found myself when it was ringing, hoping that they would answer. And then when I was having conversations with people, instead of wishing I was getting off the phone with them, I was uh, feeling energized by it because I was a little bit closer to that conversation turning into one of my appointments that then I could check off and get closer to two. Right. As a secret introvert, as an agent, having conversations with strangers exhausts me and very, very much zaps my energy. So um, having the goal to be setting two appointments instead of 20 cold phone calls automatically switched my mindset to focusing on being energized by conversations instead of de-energized. Right. And then Nicola, we've chatted in the past about how two appointments makes a big difference in your business. Right. So in my business and in most sales-based small businesses, um, the golden rule is to set two new appointments each day. So. You know, for me, when I am cold calling, instead of saying, hey, I've got to call 100 people today, because who wants to do that? Nobody wants to call 100 people, and then you are hoping for voicemail. Mm -hmm. um, I've got to call enough people to make two appointments. So my first two people, I make an appointment with each of those, I'm done. I can be done with cold calls right. or calls in you know 10 or 15 minutes. And some of my clients, I call them and you know we end up being on the phone for 45 minutes because they're amazing people. Um, but sometimes I can knock it out super fast. Or maybe I have to make 10 calls to get those two appointments or 20 calls. But instead of looking at this list of, I've got to call 100 people today, there's no goal in mind as to, hey, I need to get, I need to accomplish this and then I don't have to make any additional calls. Or I don't, you know, if you don't want to, obviously if you want to make more calls, you can. You can set four appointments if you wanted. Mm -hmm. But the golden rule is to set two new appointments each day and you'll be successful in business. And then the great thing about getting you know, further down the line and more experience is, right, you don't have to call 20 people to get two appointments. In the beginning, you might have to call 20, 30, 40, 50 people, but that the number of calls you have to make gets smaller and smaller because you get better and better on the phone. Absolutely. Better leads, better And I'm starting to see that as I've gotten comfortable with myself and knowing, you know, knowing what I know and how I present myself to people, I've absolutely grown that confidence. And that's huge too, is, is believing in yourself. Yep. And that's something that also goes along with mindset and 
having the confidence that, hey, I know I can do this. I may yeah. not want to, I may have, you know, call reluctance or fear of rejection or just, I'm so anxious about it, I just don't want to touch it. But as soon as you get through it, you believe in yourself, you're like, you come out of the other side and you're like, hey, I did it. And I'm proud of myself yep. for that. And that pride, honestly, it does carry me into the next week, yep. but that, like, I've, that's, cloud of I have to do it and that all those anxiety that anxiety and all those feelings associated with that start to brew and then it starts over again um, so I want to be in a place where I have that mindset of I can get through this this is what I need to do this is what I have to focus on and then it's done and I'm happy about that and that carries me over into the next week when I'm starting my calls all over again yep and you can check that item off your list and move on with the day and you don't yep. feel like you've got that carry that boulder you're carrying around exactly all also, the reason why we're identifying what small things make us happy and what things zap our energy in the week is when you can identify that you change your effectiveness. When you turn your negatives into positives, you're having those conversations with your clients, you are being more effective because you're having real conversations with them. Then you're doing your paperwork, you're moving. Honestly, when you fill out your paperwork after your appointment, you are effectively moving the needle forward for your clients. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you know what I mean? You're doing that in your business. And then rather than again, it hanging around as your boulder, you're dragging around for a week. When I was putting all this together, one example that I thought of in my life um, that I need to do better at, that um, zaps my energy, that I know what the solution is, I just need to execute it, is meal prepping on Sundays. Um, if I know what I'm cooking for dinner Monday through Friday, my weeks go 10 times better than weeks that I don't. Yeah. Even though I found when I look at it, I only do that for myself, prep for the week about 30% of the time. Mm -hmm. I It only takes about an hour on Sundays, figure out what I want to cook, five meals, walk through the kitchen, figure out what supplies I do and don't have, make a list, go to the grocery store and come back. Then. I'm not at the grocery store every day at five o'clock because who wants to be there at five o'clock, right? right? Right. Nobody ever. And then my husband doesn't care what we eat, so I don't need to ask him at four or five o'clock every day. My kids don't need to complain because they already know what's for dinner. That's it. And my weeks are so much better when I can rely on that. But I don't do that for myself. Right. So as I'm talking about this with you ladies, I'm realizing that's a, a big energy zap and a mindset, a negative thing that I dread every day. If I don't have meal planned and I don't have anything in the fridge, as every minute gets closer to five o'clock, I'm just dreading figuring out what's dinner. Right, and that's the frustrating thing is knowing what you need to do, yet having this inconsistency with doing the actions to get it done. And we'll touch on this later in future episodes about procrastination and habits and things you can do to set yourself up for success. But yeah, that's something that I'm sure all of us have struggled with at one point or another. I know I definitely do, um, but I definitely wanna work on my mindset as well to set myself up to do those actions, to do those things that are gonna help me get rid of that boulder every week. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I'm just excited to get a copy of your list for what you're making for dinner so I can do the exact same. <laughs> yeah, we're, actually, you figure out what you're making, yes. we'll copy it. I can agree more. Because I hate the thought work of figuring out what am I going to make, looking up different recipes on TikTok or yep. Pinterest yes. or Instagram. That's the worst part of it for yep. me. So, yep. yep. Uh, it's no fun. I think we all can agree that that's no fun. Yep. <laughs> We can check that off our list. Mm -hmm. And ladies, that brings us to our last question. What's a tip that you would share that creates productivity, crushing your goals, and checking off your to-do list every day? Kayla, we'd like to start? Yeah, I'll start with this one. So I've, I've thought about this a lot, um, especially as being you know a new business owner. How can I create more productivity in my day? How can I feel more motivated? And something that I've, 
I've been hesitant, not hesitant to implement, I've known I've needed to implement it for a long time is time blocking. Nicola and I have had conversations about, you know, time blocking and setting up your schedule. And that's something that I've recently implemented that I love. You know, I have my schedule, what I need to get done, and then I can plug in other appointments and, and everything else so that I'm not constantly bending for other people's schedule. I'm, you know, respecting my own and respecting my own time. So time blocking is a big one. Um, getting myself ready each day. There's a lot to be said for um, look good, feel good. And that's something that I have to do every day to be productive, to create content for my business or whatever I need to do. I work from home, so showing up for myself is huge and very yep. important. Right. And then lastly, uh, the Pomodoro method, which is working consistently solid on something for 20 minutes and then taking 10 minutes to go do whatever, that's you time. I, for me, it's taking Bishop out and going and throwing the ball with him or hanging out. Um, you know, it's it's setting down, sitting down, setting yourself up for, hey, I'm gonna work on this for 20 minutes, give myself a 10 minute break, getting back to it and keeping, you know, dialing for 20 more minutes. So, love it. And Nicola? So for me, you know, anybody who knows me knows my to-do list is the thing that always is weighing on me. Um, one of the things I started implementing was I do a top three. So I make sure the top three things that I have to, have to, have to get done today, work-wise, I can get those three things done and then everything else on my to-do list falls after that. The other thing I've started is I have my to-do list and then I also have my need to follow up with list because that's not necessarily something I need to do. I do need to do it, but it's not something that needs to be on my three page to-do list. So it's something that I've started, you know, taking that out um, and putting it on a separate list. And Ashley, you gave me a great idea of designating a specific day or time where I just hit that follow-up list. Um, so that's something that I'm gonna be moving forward with in 2022. Um, but really creating those top three things is made, it's a game changer for my to-do list and reducing the stress I have from a day-to-day -day basis. Nice, I feel the same way. I feel like my tip would be to be disciplined in your calendar and your to-do lists, um, have a place for everything and everything a place. So I live and die by my calendar, I, um, but I also have a task list that I do. So the calendar is for things that have specific times that I would like to do things, time blocking, repeating weekly events, picking up my kids, um, cold calling, following up on open house leads from the weekend, things like that and then also running my to-do list. And one thing I'm really disciplined with with my to-do list is I only put on there the things that I can accomplish for the day so I don't feel like a failure when I open and look at my list. Um, I know people that don't open their calendars because and their to-do list because they feel like a failure every time looking at it. Don't check off their list and don't move forward. So if I do have something um, that I don't get done, I move it to the next day. Once it goes to day three, it's at the top of my list, like Nicola suggested, at the very top, and it will get done that day, no excuses. And so then it doesn't zap my energy. And that's the mindset of being disciplined. And like Kayla said, my time is valuable and I have control of my time. Um, overall, as we've identified the, the small things that make us happy and then on the opposite, the things that zap our energy, both places we're looking at reflecting on what is shaping our mindset and how that affects our productivity and our effectiveness and our schedules and our success as business owners. Mm -hmm. So today's topic was mindset, but what we found with this topic is a lot of times it's just about getting started, yep. right? You just have to get started. And on our upcoming episodes, that's really what we want to focus on is as we learn about the different topics, we want to provide clarity to all of our listeners and sharing more about what we're learning. Um, and next week, we're going to be going over goal setting. 
and we're super excited for that. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for hopping on today and make sure you catch us on the next episode as Nicola leads us through goals and navigating our goals for 2022, which is perfect timing for the new year. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Clarity Collab. If you'd like more information or want to give us some feedback, you can send us an email at claritycollab at gmail.com. We'll see you next Monday.